0: Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? A preacher today. Aaron got younger. <laughs> and he's got a lot of tan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) P T wasn't here, so somebody else. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. All the time. Amen. Amen. I'm excited to be here this morning. I know you're excited. Some of you don't look excited, but I know you are inside. (laughs) There's no place I'd rather be. That song says, No place I'd rather be than in his presence. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. There's excitement. There's glory. There is joy. There's healing. There is healing. There's miracle. You got your miracle today. You write it down in your calendar you will know that you've been in the presence of jesus that the holy spirit met you today glory to god hallelujah well welcome to the house of god i know you've been welcomed before i welcome you again and i thank god for your presence here and i thank god for the presence of the holy spirit Pastor Aaron has been preaching all these years or months. It feels like we've been here for a year or something like that, you know. <laughs> and he's talking about this is us, you know. That's mean what we are, how we operate, and what the church is about. And it's good so that you know how to control that your light. And, <laughs> and <laughs> So, this morning I'm going to be sharing with you about the Holy Spirit. About the Holy Spirit. Our church believes in the Holy Spirit. We allow the Holy Spirit to operate here freely. We believe that the Holy Spirit is the one in charge Amen. because he is the one that God sent and Jesus sent him to be with us. Yeah. So we give him the freedom and everything the scripture says about the Holy Spirit we believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to share with you a little bit Can kind of the, Laying the foundation, as a matter of fact, of what Pastor Aaron is going to be preaching in the next weeks about the Holy Spirit. So, Father, have your way. Have your way. Jesus' name. Amen. So what I'm going to do today, I'm just going to do a little bit of teaching. And I want to talk about number one, who is Holy Spirit? What does he do? And how important is the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer? that's exactly what I want to say yes. that the Holy Spirit is not predictable <laughs> you can predict him you can't say what he, where he's going to be and what he's going to do so that was a sign, a clue to let you know That God, the Holy Spirit, does what he wants to do at any time. Amen? (laughs) Amen. Amen. (laughs) Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the third person in the Trinity. He is God. He is the third person in the Trinity in the Godhead. We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, or as King James will call it, the Holy Ghost. I know some people don't like to hear the ghost, but that's what it was then, the Holy Ghost. So this is one of those mysteries of God that it's difficult to explain to the human mind, because it's impossible for a finite mind to comprehend the infinite. So the little that we receive, we hold on to. We can understand God completely. So we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And important thing to I want to put in there is, you know, sometimes you hear the word Trinity. And I've heard people get into an argument, trying to, well, it's not in the Bible. Well, it might not be in the Bible, but it is a way that the theologians or the Bible scholars try to explain that three persons in one So I want to give you some scriptures to let you know what I'm saying that Holy Spirit is God. It came from the Bible. The Holy Spirit is not just an influence. It's not somebody's influence. It's not just power. It's not just a manifestation. He's a person of God. The Holy Spirit is God. God. Now, I'll take you to Genesis chapter 1, 1 through 3, and 26 to paint the picture for you so you see what I'm talking about. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. And God said, and God spoke, Mm -hmm. let there be light, and there was light. Verse 26, Mm -hmm. then God said, let us, plural, Mm -hmm. indicating there is more than one person, let us make man in our, plural again, image, and in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. This is God the Father and the Holy Spirit hovering the earth, darkness, formless, and then God spoke the word. All right. <laughs> you're not, it seems like you're not getting that. And John now wants to bring it home to us. And John says in John 1, 1, 2, 3, he says, In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The word that was spoken, that created something, was in the beginning with God and was God himself. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and the life was the light of all mankind. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. It is in the New Testament history of salvation that God clearly revealed himself in the person of Jesus. And in the person of the Holy Spirit. So they were all three involved in the creation of the world. In fact, when God created man, then he did what? He breathed. And the Holy Spirit is breath. It's wind. He blew the Holy Spirit into man. And man got up. And become a cool, kind, handsome dude. And God, it was after he created man that everything he created, he said, it's good, it's good, it's good. But when man was created, then he said, it's very, he put an adjective, very good. Rather, you might look like you're not good looking. God said you're very good looking. All right? So, God said you're good looking. So, everything He created was so good. So, the Holy Spirit is also called God in Matthew chapter 28 18 to 20. Jesus saying, Then Jesus came to them after His resurrection. All authorities in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age." If Jesus is in heaven, how can he be with us here? We're going to find out. Hallelujah. So, the Holy Spirit is called God. Uh, he is called the Spirit of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. He is called the Spirit of Christ. In Romans chapter 8, verse 9, he is called the Spirit of Truth in John 15, 26 and 16, 3. He is called the Spirit of Holiness in Romans chapter 1, verse 4. And he is called the Eternal Spirit in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. So before Jesus came into the world, the Holy Spirit did not dwell in mankind. He visited. They had what's called the visitation of the Spirit. He come he came upon people for a particular time and a particular purpose and used them to accomplish that particular purpose. Because at a time, Holy Spirit is still with Jesus and God in heaven. So when Jesus came then, when God sent Jesus to come into the world, he came, and he came, was conceived by the Holy Spirit, grew up, but did not start ministering until the Holy Spirit came in the person in the form of a dove into him at his baptism. When he was baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon him. But in the Old Testament, he came and used them Like when you want to find out in Judges chapter 6 verse uh, 34, it was Gideon, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Samson, Judges chapter 4, 14 verse 6, the Holy Spirit came upon him. Saul, in 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 10, Saul, the Holy Spirit came upon him and he prophesied. And people were, is Paul or Saul also a prophet? He prophesied. But when Jesus came, the Spirit came upon him after he was baptized. He said, When everyone was baptized, then came Jesus, and he was baptized. And while he was praying, the Spirit of God came upon him in the form of a dove and a voice spoke from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased you find God speaking, you find the Holy Spirit on him, you find Jesus all three of them operating at the same time in this world so the Holy Spirit equipped and empowered Jesus to take on Satan He was led into the wilderness in Luke chapter 4 by the Holy Spirit to confront Satan. And he came out of that temptation victoriously. And 4.14 he says, and Jesus came back into Jerusalem full of the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit empowered him to take on the enemy. The Holy Spirit empowered him to go and preach the gospel. The Holy Spirit is now dwelling in him. You can see God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost operating at the same time in one person, Jesus. That's such an awesome experience. In fact, Jesus said in Matthew twelve twenty eight. I cast out demons by the Spirit of God. Who is that Spirit of God? Holy Spirit. I cast out demons by the Spirit of God. And what I want you to see is, as you read the Gospels, you always find Jesus pointing back to God. Glory to God. What I say is what my father wants me to say. What I do is what I see my father doing. What I, everything, he takes it back to God. To God. To God. And then, when the Holy Spirit comes, as Jesus said, when he comes, he will glorify me. He will not talk about himself. He will talk about me, and he will reveal to you what he received from me. He will give it to you. See how they walk together, they work together continually, inseparable, inseparably one, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So now that I've established the fact to you, I want to read one more scripture, that the Holy Spirit is God, then we'll move on. In John chapter 16 verse 7. But here is the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the divine encourager will not come, will not be released to you. But after I depart, I will send him to you. And when he comes... He will expose sin and prove that the world is wrong about God's righteousness and his judgment. Sin because they refuse to believe in whom I am. God's righteousness because I am going back to join the Father and you will see me no longer. And judgment because the ruler of this dark world has already received his sentence. Hallelujah. That means devil is already judged. He's already condemned. He's already, so when he troubles, you tell, I know where you're going. I know you're in. There is no such more I would like to say to you, but it's more than you can grasp right now at this moment. So it says, Jesus said, it is important, it is better, it's good for you that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the Holy Spirit will still stay in me. It's not going to come to you. But when I go away, then I send him and when I send him, then he's going to begin to do a lot of things. What are those things? What does the Holy Spirit do? That's number two point, if you're taking note. I see a couple of people taking note, but I know you all got incredible memories. <laughs> what does the Holy Spirit do? We can read from John chapter 14, 15 through 20, 23 to 26. If you really love me, Jesus is saying, you will keep and obey my commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby to be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive and and take it to heart. The world cannot receive it and cannot take it to heart because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. It's with you, but it will be in you. Right now, Jesus is saying, I am here. And the Holy Spirit is with me and it's with you. But the time is coming when I send him, he's not going to be in you. No longer just with you, but with you and in you. He will be in you. I will not leave you as often, comfortless, bereaved, and hopeless. I will come back to you. After a little while, the world will not see me any longer, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. On that day, when the time comes, on that day, there is a day when something is going to happen, on that day, what day? We're going to find out. You will know for yourself that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. In that day. Jesus was now making reference to the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit will come. He says when he comes that day, when it happens, the Holy Spirit will be in you that will prove that I am in you and the Father is in you that when you have the Holy Spirit, you have the whole divine encounter, personality living in you. Somebody say hallelujah. You don't just have an influence or power. You have the whole heaven Mm -hmm. in you, Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. It's in you. Mm. If anyone really loves me, he will keep my words. He will keep my teaching. And my father will love him. And we, will come to him and make our dwelling place with him. We, remember from the creation it said, let us and we will come to you and make you to be our home, make you to be our dwelling place the holy spirit makes you and i to become the dwelling place of god almighty how awesome is that i don't want to be walking around like empty head i walk around when i'm coming every demon knows heaven is coming when I'm coming, every power knows heaven is coming. Yeah. God is coming. Yeah. Jesus is coming. The Holy Spirit is taking charge. Yeah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Yes, <laughs> mm. oh. yes. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Lord. But the Holy Spirit, the helper, the counselor the Comforter, the Intercessor, the Strengthener, the Standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, in my place, to to represent me and to act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and He will help you remember everything that I have told you. So the Holy Spirit right now is called another. That word another, the word another in Greek means alos. It means another of the same kind. Different from, not the same one, different from another. That means he is his own person, different from God, different from Jesus, not another, but the same kind. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Yeah. This is really sweet. I mean, if you grasp it, you, you, yeah. you're you going to be walking around with your head, lift that up. Oh, come on now. Yeah. That when you have the Holy Spirit in you, hell is scared of you. alright, things that the Holy Spirit does he teaches us he's a teacher verse 26 said it, he's our comforter he's our helper he helps us to remember things and the things that you forget Amen. he does he does, I mean I forget. sometimes I forgot my phone and I say, Holy Spirit, I don't know where I put it can you help me, it's just like he said look over there it's there you gotta acknowledge his presence every moment, yeah. Yeah. otherwise, you lose your mind. <laughs> he is the mind of Christ that we have, is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! Yes. Hallelujah. Mm. He is our intercessor, he intercedes for us. In the same way, the Holy Spirit, in Romans chapter 8, is 26-27, in the same way. The Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us. Intercedes for us. What's my next page? Intercedes for us. All right. Yeah. With the groaning that cannot be ordered. See if it's in the Probably in the room there. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit interceding for us <clears throat> interceding for us. He said, "We don't know how to pray. He prays for us because he knows the mind of God. And because he knows the mind of God, he knows what is in God's mind and what is in God's thought and what God wants to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> And he who searches the heart knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So when you know the Holy Spirit, you know you have somebody who's praying for you as God will understand it, even when you don't know how to pray. So don't complain, I don't know how to pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to pray with you and pray for you. Amen? Amen? The Holy Spirit gives us strength. He's our standby. He helps us so much. Then the third point, for the sake of time, how important is the Holy Spirit to the believer in Christ? That's the most important question. How important is the Holy Spirit to the believer in Christ? Without the Holy Spirit, no one can be born again. You can't be born again without the Holy Spirit. That's why he said in John 1, 12, But as many as receive him, to them he is given the power to become the sons of God. Those who are not born of the flesh or the will of man, but of the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is the one that makes us one. And in Romans, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12, and chapter 12, verse 3, it says, no one can say Jesus Christ is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you can't say Jesus is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So you receive the Holy Spirit the day you were born again. The Holy Spirit comes into you and when he comes into you that's the only way you become a child of God. But you are not controlled by the sinful nature says Romans 8 verse 9. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Christ at all. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't belong to Him. And you can't say He is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So that's how important the Holy Spirit is to you, that you know Him and believe that He is with you. Without the Holy Spirit believers stands no chance against the onslaught of the enemy. Without the Holy Spirit we cannot fulfill the great commission. Jesus said to the disciples wait until you be endued until you be clothed until you be given the power of the Holy Spirit before you go out to preach. And And in Acts 1.8, it says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon you. Then you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in Samaria, in Judea, and uttermost the end of the world. It will only happen when you receive the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot receive healing. We cannot receive miracle or science, or wonder. Without the Holy Spirit, the life here on earth for a Christian is miserable. Amen. That's why 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19 says, if our hope is only in this world, we are of all men the most miserable people. So God has given us his spirit. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of guarantee. It's what guarantees that we have life and eternal life. In Ephesians chapter 1, 3, 13 and 14 says, And because of him, because of Jesus, when you who are not Jews heard the revelation of the truth, you believed in the wonderful news of salvation. Now we have been stamped, stamped, With the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Stamped. Hallelujah. With the seal. He is given to us like an engagement ring. Hallelujah. (laughs) As the first installment of what's coming. He is our hope promise of a future inheritance which seals us until we have all our redemption's promise and experience completely the freedom, all for the supreme glory and honor of God. Amen. Amen. Is that awesome or what? Amen. We are stamped by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like engagement ring that God has given us, you are my bride. Jesus said, I'm coming to get you. He put his engagement ring on you the day you accepted Jesus. Now he says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon you and you will be my witnesses. And I think that will be the next step. I'm not getting in there right now, but I believe Pastor Aaron is going to get there. You would know. That the power of the Holy Spirit is important in your life, not just to have the indwelling spirit, but to be filled to overflow, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, that demons will see when you say, get out, and they listen to you, and get out. They won't say to you, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. And who are you? Without the Holy Spirit, you and I have no place in the kingdom of God. Have no place in Jesus. But thank God, as He said, we have the Spirit of Christ. And we can say, Jesus is the Lord. We have that Spirit. But, You might be here this morning and you have not met Jesus the Lord of your life. You have not received Him as your Savior. Now, you don't have that stamp of approval. The Holy Spirit is the trademark of God. Nike has their when you see that check, you know it's Nike, right? And uh, Verizon. Each one of those manufacturers have their trademark. That when somebody sees it, say "Yeah, this is the property of so, so and so." You got a trademark on you. It's like a dove. It is the Holy Spirit. You've been marked. You are marked. You are stamped. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. If you want that manifestation of the power and the presence of God to be in you as it was in Jesus Christ, this is the opportunity for you to say, Lord, I want everything that you have. And everything that he has is in the Holy Spirit. Everything that God has is in the Holy Spirit. He says, I'm coming back. I'm not going to leave you as often. Another me is coming to be with you forever. Would you stand with me, please? I want you to just take a minute and ask yourself, I really know Jesus that well that I can boldly say he is my Lord and my Savior. He says it's only by the Holy Spirit Jesus said, no one will come to me except the Father draws him. No one can come to the Father unless through the Son. But all that comes through the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the one that draws us to God. Holy Spirit is the one that takes us to Jesus. This morning, He's willing to take you to Jesus if you have not made that decision. And if you have made that decision, but you have been living your life like an orphan. You've been living a life of an orphan. But God said you are not an orphan. Everything that he has belongs to you. Everything of the kingdom of God is all yours. You don't have to live like fatherless person. This is the time to say to the Lord. I want everything you have. And Holy Spirit I surrender to you right now. Take over. Teach me. Guide me, show me the things that I need to know about my God, about my blessings, about my inheritance, about my kingdom, about you. Anyone here wants to give Jesus their life today? Just with a show of hand. If this is your first time, you want to give Jesus your life for the first time. Anybody? All right. Okay now since we are all believers right now anybody here now that wants to say you know what for what I have heard I need more of the Holy Spirit and I want to surrender every faculty of my being to the Holy Spirit to take over and do what he wants to do with my life I want to see your hand up hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. Just keep it up there. I'm going to pray right now. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Manifest yourself to these hands. Holy Spirit. Manifest your power to these hands. Manifest your presence to these hands. Take over, Lord, any deficiency in their lives right now in the name of Jesus of Nazareth be eradicated by the power of the Holy Spirit. Any weakness that allows the enemy room In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are expelled right now in Jesus' name. Be filled anew with the Holy Spirit. Be filled afresh with the Holy Spirit. Be strengthened with the Holy Spirit. Be empowered, be encouraged, be strengthened by the Holy Spirit today. Thank you, Lord. Glorify yourself in these bodies. We'll give you the praise. The glory and honor. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And give you shalom. The Lord bless your going out and your coming in. And all that you put your hands to do today. And the rest of your life. That you will prosper. And be a blessing to his kingdom, to his world. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen.